Hey guys, it's Freddie McManus, the host of Where Are They Now with Freddie McManus. Thank you for tuning into this episode. We've been getting great feedback on the apps, but if you want to uh, review or rate us on your chosen platform, that would be sweet. Tell all your friends about the show. And in the meantime, enjoy this episode with Will McKellar about baby John Burgess. Here we come. Enjoy. <laughs> Welcome to Where Are They Now with Freddie McManus. This is the podcast where we take a lost celebrity and we track them down. We're coming for you, John Burjo Burgess. Yeah, baby John. Joining us this week, you've heard his voice. He's coming hot up top. It's the one, the only Mr. Will McKellar. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for welcoming me to the house to talk about my favorite celebrity of yesteryear. Oh, thank you very much, mate. It's actually a resplendent studio. It's not a house. I don't know where you heard that <laughs> filthy rumor. It's uh, uh, kitted out with all the best gear known to man, hence the audio issues up top. How you doing, Will? You I'm great. Good? Great. Newtown Festival's on today, so I'm feeling up and about. And yeah, this this podcast is live from the Newtown Festival. <laughs> yeah. We are. There's not a crowd here. They're enjoying a hot dog and a bit of music, but uh, I'm sure they'll swarm as soon as they hear who we're talking about today, because uh, this is the podcast where we have a guest on this week. It is you, Will, and we bring on a, a celebrity that they used to love, who's what you used to admire, adore, and they've since disappeared. We want to find them, track them down, get them back in the game. And you've said before, one of your favourite personalities from yesteryear, who is that man, Will McKellar? It's baby John Burgess from <laughs> uh, Burgess Catchphrases. From uh. Burgess Catchphrases and many more. Uh, for those who don't know, a staple of Australian television. Did I know who he was? Absolutely not. <laughs> but did I grow up in this country? Also no. So, you know, that's on me at that point. Yeah, that's, that's not, yeah. I mean, uh, I'll have to cop that. It's a gimme. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a pass on that one. <laughs> he was owning the, what was it, the, the 4.30 time slot? Oh, for years and years. Yeah. And he, he is that like the, the is that the equivalent of American late night? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like Carson's Tonight Show. It's like, oh fuck them. They wanted me on at four thirty. I said, I won't do four forty five. I won't do it. I won't do it. I'll get out of there. But uh, uh, you've you've mentioned one of John's uh, projects. Obviously, uh, I want to give a, a fairly well rounded view of who John was, who John was at his peak, and then where he is now. So to start off with, uh, we actually have an interview where he talks about what he was doing before he oh, got really? behind a microphone. So if this is old John reporting on young John and what young John was up to. I believe we have the interview from the Today I mean, Show. He's been a broadcaster. They love you in Perth at the moment. We've recently you've heard uh, you had a career in tennis and ten pin oh. bowling. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, dear, dear. Oh, Left school and played uh, tennis uh, for a while. Played uh, interstate rep for New South Wales under nineteen, and then got into ten pin bowling. So uh, <laughs> tennis, ten pin bowling, radio, television, never worked God, in my life. Right? If we could pause it there, <laughs> first of all, uh, I love like old guys who still know the exact like grade and name of yeah. the division they played <laughs> tennis in when they were eighteen years old. And secondly, he acts like that's a normal pivot to go. Yeah. I, I took over the tennis game and then just roll I thought if I rolled the balls on the ground that would give me more joy so <laughs> we transitioned into a, an activity that's made for children we're going to say it yeah he he 100% has like a blazer that has the like the, the division he played in and what he came it was like fifth in 1947 or something that's great the, because like Roger Federer has his own branded things mm. but if John ever ascended to Roger Federer heights as a tennis player he'd still wear that blazer on a yeah, center yeah. court at Wimbledon being like it's all very well here this little uh, English competition but it, where you're around in New South Wales in 1974, that's what I want to know. I can't do a John Burgess impression. We've established this earlier. Oh, have you I've, tried to do one earlier? Is I've, that, just tried to, I've just tried to do an Australian <laughs> accent and pivoted into the John Burgess voice. Of course I can't do it. Otherwise, I would have his career, and I do not. 
But uh, still a broadcasting legend, I'm sure you'll agree. You sound like my dad when you do that. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, <laughs> I've not met him, but I'm sure if I did, it would be off-putting, honestly. Just say, uh, could you just, you know, just say, I love you, Will? Uh, if I can, uh, <laughs> well, I love you, Will, but not as much as I love playing tennis in 1974 for the under-19s, New South Wales division. Uh, but that's that's an amazing backstory for a broadcasting legend. Um, <laughs> I just realised I'm getting a signal here. Uh, we have uh, the man with the laptop, the man who researches the clips for us. I've yet to introduce him, and I've completely forgotten that uh, uh, he is a fundamental pillar of this podcast. He Googles, he bings, he finds out all the things. It's Mr. Alfie Cannock. Hello, doing, everybody. Alfie? I'm Alfie Cannock. Did, did you used to watch the... Like, these shows with your mum? No, no, uh, just me. Just by you. myself. I mum used to, loved Mum loved Every Baby woman John. loved ba- Baby John. That's why yeah. it's Baby John back so, in the day. Uh, when I saw the early photos of him, because there were photos of him bowling that I saw, he had a resplendent moustache. Yes. Was that always in the look? No, he was clean cut. He was clean cut. No, 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 no. During his peak, he was moustache. He's not. He's lost it now. Oh, yeah, that's what... Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of like when he was on the show. He was clean shaven, wasn't he? Oh, well, wow. We're at war. Clips. I have the <laughs> This clips. is why I didn't oh. introduce Alfie. Because <laughs> he, he immediately antagonises the there's guests. A, there's a... I can't remember. There was like an internet meme where it was like... Don't look up a picture. Does this person have a moustache? And it blows your mind because you're like... It just fades in. You're like... I love that Alfie is old enough to call memes internet memes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we had memes passed by note in that, class. That was it. When I yes. was in high school. And if it was a good meme, you didn't get in trouble. If it was a good enough meme. You've actually got the phone off the hook so you can be on the internet right now. Oh. oh, so baby John Burgess. So, so we're in a, a situation now where he is a fine athlete, transitions into broadcasting, uh, becomes a radio star, and uh, at his peak, this is from the official John Burgess website. I thought the peak was the bowling. Was the peak <laughs> not the bowling? The the peak in terms of him himself, how oh, he right. feels, but in terms of a wider audience, I think we can agree. No one at four thirty was tuning in to watch him on the bowling green. Yeah, exactly true. Or rather, the temp- the bowling alley. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I got my bowling mixed up. Uh, I wouldn't. I reckon he wouldn't be shy. Of- you know, the green as well. I reckon he, he wouldn't be coconut yeah. shy. A, no. a thing I'm sure he was also great at. <laughs> I'm sure he's a guy that turns up to the RSL with no mates and just walks into a group of people barefoot bowling. Oh, yeah, I'll play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah John, John Burgess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who's, who's round is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, so uh, uh, at the peak of his radio career, which is the first uh, thing he did, on his website, it lists it as, at one point... At his radio peak, he was earning more than the Prime Minister of Australia. Hell yeah. What radio station was he on? Uh, 2UW. Is that like a talkback one? Is that- I'd all, say so. All I know is it, it has a wider reach than when the PM <laughs> speaks up. As soon as the Prime Minister opens their mouth, nowhere near the same reach. Maybe if you played some Spandau Ballet in terms of in-between uh, policy reform, you get a bit of heat around you. So the Prime Minister's salary, for those who don't know, the Prime Minister's salary is not a brag. It's like 80 grand. Isn't it? <laughs> no, it's a bit more than that, but it's like... Uh, I know it's not yeah, like a million if dollars. It's an underpaid... If I picked up more shifts, I think I'd be running the country. <laughs> I think that's how it works. It's an underpaid job for what it is. So is usually it people yeah, usually people describe it as like you're the CEO of the biggest company in Australia, but you know, you earn like one twentieth of what other CEOs are getting paid. Oh right. Yeah. So you're making like five hundred K. Also I'm I would actually argue Australia isn't the biggest company in Australia. Yeah, there's like mining companies in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Owned by Chinese people that are doing way better yeah, than no, Australia. <laughs> Australia's largely empty. Yeah. It's like an office with three people working there. Don't make me it's a small you, you, business at the back of the garden, at, mate. Don't come at the numbers guy with the laptop. I will look up the market cap of BHP and compare it to the GDP on Google or Bing. Yeah. Google or Bing. <laughs> He's actually not the computer is a ruse to make him look less weird. He just look, accesses his own database in his mind. <laughs> the database is a bit slower than it used to be, so bleep I don't bleep. have instant recall. Yeah, I was going to say, but. Uh, 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 
you know, a man, a man, ultimately, if we get back on track, uh, we have John Burge, and the first, by my research, the first major project he had on television was Wheel of Fortune that he did for many years. Now, we have uh, an opening, because on YouTube, there are people like, the internet's crazy, because there's these whole niches that you come across yeah, little, doing things like this. The so, hole. there is a guy who just releases every full episode of Wheel of Fortune from the 90s <laughs> with the exact day stamp and there's a guy who comments whenever he gets the day wrong saying actually this, one, <laughs> this episode was broadcast on Wednesday 17th of December you fucking moron that's the reddit uh, yes. I want to be in yeah. that's the reddit Hold I want to see yeah, Wheel of Fortune uploads I believe the air date for the was September 6, 1993. <laughs> What's the bed they live in the same house as well? <laughs> <laughs> they're in the same bed. Yeah, they know they're each a, other. They're a grumpy gay couple being like, if you can't get around Burjo's exact dates, are you even a fan? Should we even be together? Is there they're... one dislike on the video? And it's just that guy. <laughs> There's actually five dislikes oh. to 48 likes. Wow. Who's like disliking that? Why? <laughs> you watch you a full episode and you go, I was actually contestant and I lost a <laughs> dislike. How Isn't annoying. thinking it's not going to be Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> There are some good comments here. How annoying was Helen in Terrabang? I'm glad of the outcome of this game. Sounds like Whoa. Helen might lose. <laughs> That's crazy. So can we actually play... Spoiler alert. Can we play the, the beginning? Because I didn't know the format. But the format is John runs out, introduces his assistant, and tells an opening joke. And I believe we had... What an assistant she was, Will. You might remember her. No, I didn't know what's Will Fortune. <laughs> and now here's our number one wheelie, John Burgess. Wheelie. Oh, look at that moustache, dickhead. I can't see. You've got the screen in front of you. Adrianic Xenity. Ruffles. You're wearing your ruffles. <laughs> my ruffles. Yeah. Oh, no. That does not age well. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. I'm in the mood for it. I was walking past the garden the other day. Were you now? Yes, the little flowers are starting to bloom and everything. Good. And I heard R-U-S-T. And I thought, what's that like? Went a bit closer and hit. P-L-E. And I thought, what is that? And I looked down and it was a spelling bee. Oh, no. Oh, God. Yes, it's the hay fever, folks. He bombs on this show so much. I've watched so many clips. And all I've heard is he's a broadcasting legend who was adored. Every clip I've seen gets no laughs. And he has to play it off like, oh, bloody, oh, it's just me, John. Yeah, no, it was so good. So I can relate to this because he's like basically reading, he's reading stuff off cards. Oh, not even off a prompter. So he's just got. No, no, so he's got cards. So he's done that joke. He's He's rehearsed the joke. He's done the jerk. A joke out loud, and then as soon as he said it, he's, he's like, done the jerk first. That's how he gets calm before the record. He's done his jerk, comes up, does he his can joke, feel it bombing, and he just immediately looks down at the cards. Oh, just which back is, on, <laughs> which is what what I do on my uh, monthly talk show, Alfie and Friends, first Sunday of every month. Um, <laughs> and yeah, if a joke bombs, you just go straight back down to those cards, acting if, like someone if else. If a wrote joke it, bombs, well, and you look at it, joke and you look at, and it's Freddie McManus who writes most of my jokes for that show all day. Yeah. But he's 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 he's, like, he's a larrikin. I'd love to be in the writers' room. I assume there was a writers' room that watched every episode live. <laughs> I, I imagine they had a team of the best writers in Australia. They would pitch jokes, and at the end, John would go, "I've actually thought of a good one about a spelling bee." <laughs> just abandoned all their ideas and just went, no. "Hey, Burjo's going solo tonight, Flips fellas." The whiteboard over. No, these were the good old days. He would have had a joke book in his dressing room oh. while they were doing makeup. He would have flicked through and gone, "Oh, I like that one. Oh, it's spring. Yeah, yeah that'll work." Yeah. yeah, imagine the episode's recorded in midwinter. And he's like, oh, spring has sprung. I'm in the garden. And the guy in the comments is like, it was not. It was spring at the time of this recording. Like, what about Bill Clinton? It's like 2004. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really dated. 
Oh my the God. ruffles comment was weird. Is, is she wearing a dress? Yeah. He says it no, three uh, times. She's wearing a top and skirt. So like she's wearing ruffles. Adriana, He's not wrong. <laughs> He's just very inappropriate. Adriana Exanities was a celebrity in herself. Oh, um, did she, so sound like, she, she was the longest. No, <laughs> no. Sounds like a gladiator. <laughs> uh, she was. Um, yeah, she was like the longest running co-host of Wheel of Fortune in Australian history. I will try and find. Um, and it was very sad. She did die in 2010. Oh, what the? <laughs> Why would you tell us this? That's where Bing cuts off. You yeah. know? No, 2010. Why expand? Don't expand. Exactly. Just give us the start of the Wikipedia. Ruptured we were going to do an episode on her as well. Where are they now? Luckily, we didn't because no, yeah. it would have been one of the sadder episodes. So, she... John isn't dead. No, oh, John's, alive and well. No, oh, okay, John's cool. alive and well. We'd, we'd like to just keep that. Because oh, people are going to turn out and they're like, is he dead? Is he dead? <laughs> oh, he's alive. Tune out. It no, will die we sometime. We love you. We love you, Burjo. If you're listening, I know you will. Yeah, um, that is a distinct possibility, to be fair. She was he listed, seems like he would Google I know this name. isn't where is Adriana Xenides, but she departed the, 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 the 1981 <laughs> to 1996, never missed an episode, formally departed the show in 1999, and was listed in the Guinness World Records as the longest-running game, ha- game show host of all time. Well done. Good work, Adriana. But back Give it to up baby. For a real well, one. So, so he hosted Wheel of Fortune for a significant period, became a, a hero uh, of the industry. But then he said, for 12 years, this is on his official website. I can't stress this enough. Oh, wait, he this has a website? JohnBurgess.com.au. Well, if, you, my home if you don't know, you should know. <laughs> What's that? It's got maybe the, the largest oh photo of him I've God. ever seen. Did they and, expand uh, the photo to get the whole, like, like blurb of his history down? Yes, I believe so. No, it's a responsive layout. Um, any um, oh, web Jesus. designers listening? Um, will, will so know. we 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 have for twelve years. He and glamorous sidekick Adriana Zanides spun the wheel on Channel Seven. But the real game playing of network executives, <laughs> the big fat cats, would see him replaced by game show host rival Tony Barber of Sailor the Century fame. It was a losing shot fired in a TV network war. So when I joked before about the 430 yeah. slot being covered, it actually that was, was. That's the heat. And so he goes, the audience didn't like losing Burjo. Is that a fact? JohnBurgess.com.au? <laughs> Did audience, he write no, this? No, I this remember. sounds like he yeah. wrote this. But no, this is all true. I the audience this. didn't like losing Burjo. And in the end, neither did Channel 7. Ooh. With executives having a change of heart, thinking money would wing him back. Hyphen, a tactic that failed. Oh, he's got And this is a quote from John, so we know this is coming from John. By November that year, they realised they made a rather disastrous mistake and they offered me a lot of money to go back and do Wheel of Fortune again. (laughs) But Burjo had nine's Kerry Packer on his side and soon Burjo was in nine stable of stars and hosting a new show called Catchphrase. Hell yeah. That sounds like a dude whose girlfriend's broken up with him and he's like trying to tell his mates, oh, she wants to get back <laughs> she together. Was crazy. <laughs> she was crazy. You know? She offered me one and a half million dollars <laughs> to get back with her. And, uh, oh, John, it sounds like you're it. a sociopath, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's like a let the record show, the record being johnburgess.com.au, <laughs> that uh, Agatha wants me back. Burjo <laughs> played it smart this time because what did he do? It was just called Catchphrase at first. He put his he name did, on it. He was he, like, I want my name on the door. Right, and so you can't you can't kick Burjo off Burjo's catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, Burjo's catchphrase starring Alfie Cannon. That's a no. T- imagine if Tony Barber was like, <laughs> "I can be Burjo. <laughs> I can do whatever you want." Guys. Well, they just keep adding like you add the new presenter's names. So I was like, Burjo's I think getting the show getting the show catchphrase changed to Burjo's catchphrase is called a strike in the game. Oh. <laughs> of course, the John was so very good oh, at in bowling. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, he went on. Stri- what is this? A union podcast? Oh my god! Oh, it's baseball. He served an ace. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. We were all three of us. <laughs> were completely different. I can make analogies about the many sports John was good I at. I learned five minutes ago that he played 10 pin bowling and I immediately forgot it. Please <laughs> contact us via social media and let us know when Freddie said strike, where did your mind go? Was it bowling? 
Was it baseball? I think. Was it unionism? Was it unionism? <laughs> I think our listeners know. I meant all three. <laughs> <laughs> Layered comedy on this podcast always has been, always will. So obviously, you would have. I, I first want to gauge what Will's memory of Burjo as the host of Catchphrase was before we then play you a clip about what my exposure to him has been watching it just today. Because I remember he wasn't particularly funny. I know that. He wasn't particularly funny. I he was aggressively likeable. agree, yes. And he couldn't really think on the fly <laughs> yes. when like something would happen. Oh, this is so perfect. <laughs> so this perfectly sets up the clip we're going to have. Because I assumed, with him being so adored, that it would be he'd Charisma. have a stinging yeah. back and forth nah. with the, the guests. So this clip we have here, he's talking to the winner, I think, of a previous show. And okay. from Forkset, so he opened the show up. Uh, and there is this back and forth between him and the winner, who I believe is called Murray. Please play. Hey, John. Cumberland newspaper, editor extraordinaire, Thanks and uh, champ on Burjo's catchphrase. Well played. Thank so you. Far. A lot of dollars, and uh, you've won so far, and beautiful prizes. Yes, and holiday on the Gold Coast yeah. last time. I'm just going to pause there. So he has lost the moustache at this point. All righty. All right. This is, okay. well, you know, this is a bit later. But, and obviously, I think the moustache may have been a source of his power. Yeah, because he's definitely, it's like Samson. He's waning in strength. <laughs> I'm going to say Murray has more charisma. <laughs> yeah. Murray appears terrified. It's Can a, we please continue? Well done, Murray. And good luck today. Thank you. Super catchphrase. Don't have to tell you what. I, well, I will tell you. Pressure's on today, Murray. <laughs> also playing along today, would you please welcome Anella so, Tara. So we can, we can pause there. That clearly is a moment where on the card it says, just banter with Murray. You know what I mean? They've, they've let him run loose. They've said, Burjo, you have 30 years experience at this point. You, your bowling days are long behind you. You're now a broadcasting legend. So we can expect, I think, with the amount we're paying you, that for 15 seconds of banter, you could say other things, something other than, oh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I won't tell I'll tell you, yeah. you. You can win a lot of money today, Murray, you know. Yeah, all right. And <laughs> it's got a lot of it's got a lot of catching up with like your uncle at like Christmas. Yeah. About, are you still um you still a plumber? Yeah, 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 yeah still a plumber. I'll tell even, you. I'll t- no, I won't tell you about the, it. The, the the kind of guy where even if you weren't a plumber anymore, you'd say you were a plumber just so the conversation <laughs> yeah. could end then and there, just so the updates are, are, are clear. But that blows my mind because. I'll be honest, if if we get salaries back into account, if the Prime Minister was oh, playing man. like that with world leaders, you get laughed out of town, mate. So I had no idea. This, this is a complete sub-genre of, of YouTube comment, Freddie, because this video has a comment on it from a completely different guy. Right. Shout out to VJ Narain. So there's no crossover between Burjo's catchphrase. <laughs> no, no, it's a different audience. And, he's, and he said, this was dated Wednesday, 11th of September, 2002. Like, not even Murray knows that. And he was there. <laughs> um, and one person commented, Lock, lucky lotteries ad at 15 minutes. Memories from that. Whoa, that's sad memories. Because <laughs> he's clearly not a millionaire because he's watching this. Oh, my God. The weird, uh, the weird thing about it is, is the it's the entire episode, including like the ads that aired before the oh, episode. Oh, so it's a straight VCR. It's, it's genuine. It I think in. you've you've literally made a very good point. Where it's for people who want to relive that exact day. Yeah. So they've lived that day, doing everything they did on that day in terms of like, we, I walked the dog at this time. They do that with a different dog, obviously. <laughs> the the old dog is long dead. And then at four thirty, exactly, they sit down, <laughs> put the VHS in, and it's like they're back. It's literally- It's like. No time has passed. Like if your wife left you on that day at night, you could just re like live in that perfect day before it went all came crumbling down. And you, and you literally like like you see him like mouthing the awkward banter between <laughs> Burjo and Murray. He knows exactly like and and and, and oh, like sizzler times. <laughs> uh, you know, I love to derail the podcast, Freddie, but this podcast should be about our man Steve Rutherford on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He's some sort of 
Australian TV historian. I'm going through the clips he's uploaded. He's got everything. He's got ABC News with Lee Sales, 31st of December, the 2000. News? The News? He's got The Bold and the Beautiful, 1990. You uh, want the whole thing, don't you? You don't just want one no, Bold and the like Beautiful. No, he's got like samples. <laughs> um, he's got some play school, Trisha and John. We could have used that when we looked at John from play school. He's got, oh, he's got an episode of Wheel of Fortune hosted by Tony Barber. Ooh, controversial. Oh, so the crap one. Um, Can you... Is it, are you able to get that one up? Is oh, it, I find can. some banter and see if he's any yes, better than thank Burgess. You. It's, it's actually just a short clip. Let's have a look. The superb performance Ooh, of a 1.8 fuel injected engine Ooh. is combined with power steering, wide Michelin tires, and anti-lock braking. Adriana driving the car in the clip. Oh, yeah. She loves oh. the boot space. She's putting her shopping in. Like the one where it's like heaps of shots of the, over the beaches and stuff. Yeah. The Sportswagon GL from Hyundai. Here's the man that did it, Danny. Tony. Great effort, oh, mate. Very exciting. <laughs> ABS brakes, safety. Beautiful looking You're going to have that color? <laughs> no, they all suck. They all suck. It's just Tony. Tony, so where John employs the awkward pause, if we can pause the clip there. Where John employs like the awkward pause of just saying nothing, Tony just elongates his words while he thinks of something else to say, like, Tony, great car. And you think, uh, what are you going to do with it? I'll probably drive it, Tony. Oh, good idea. John Give him a round of applause. <laughs> That's mantle. Like also, it, do you know what? It really makes me look at the industry differently because I yeah. thought these were people at the peak of their powers. But really, everyone was just watching TV in the nineties, so there was nothing you could do about it. You're like, I'm, what, what am I going to do if not yeah. watch this? The the bar was so much lower. That this is guy has really bad though. Well, I think if I think you're, we have you know our heartbeats as one. Would you say? Will? Oh, I'm gonna. This uh, guy has not confirm or deny. <laughs> This guy has clips up here of like the Oslotto draw. The draw? Yeah, yeah. You know the ones that used to be on TV. Well, maybe they still Why are. Why would TV. someone. I Oslotto can draw. Again, again, he's painting a picture where imagine on on that day on 1997, I actually won the lottery. Yeah. And how would my life have changed? And then he gets to just fantasize about a life where he actually had money and joy Cause, and happiness. Because how long's the clip? Is it like. It's two minutes 30. That would still take like half an hour to upload yeah. to YouTube. Yeah. That's mental to me. And also bear in mind, this is a man who I'm guessing is not tech savvy. So let's add three days. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. He's oh, not a amount of time. Guys, I'm looking at the lotto clip and there's a comment from another guy, Joey Roller. This is the this Russian doll <laughs> level complexity I was not prepared for. This is from 18th May, 2006. What is that? Uh, now, hold on. Oh, yes, here we go. All right, guys. How many Sorry views to do these have? How many uh, views do these have? This one has 2,800 views. That's way too many. That's <laughs> okay. mental. All right. That's crazy. All right, comment from James Todd. Hey, Steve, do you have any Oslotto draws in 2002? What the fuck? Do, do, do you think Steve has replied? Oh, yes, he has replied. <laughs> Hi, James. I have a few Oslotto draws. Not too sure if they are from 2002. We'll have a look for you. Hey, if I find any, we'll upload them hey, for you. Hey, Steve, how about you find out, kid? <laughs> before you respond, maybe have some exact dates because that's who you're dealing with. He says it like there's some tires in his back. Oh, I might have some. I don't <laughs> this, know. There's this so many. a bit of a choosy beggar. Hey, <laughs> Steve, Steve Rutherford, what about Nicky Visser? I don't know who that is. If I find any Nikki Visa, I will upload oh, them. Oh, that Steve. guy's definitely masturbating to that. <laughs> Whatever that is. Nikki Visa is a girl he went to high school <laughs> yeah, that's... It's not even like a televised thing. Yeah, and then... It's like, if I get my binoculars and a decent enough camera, I reckon I can find <laughs> Nikki for you. And then a month after this exchange, James Todd comes back. Steve Rutherford, still any sign for the other Oslotto draws? Question mark. No reply. Ghosted oh, him. No. Love it. Wow. Left on red. I think at this point, we might have to do where are they now on Steve. Yeah, and yeah just we're going to do that. Let's get back to Burjo. Apologize, we, we, everybody. We Apologize will. to um, our listeners. 
Well, actually, you know what? Hopefully we'll get Steve on the pod. That is the dream, of course, uh, moving forward. But uh, we have we have Burjo. He's in a situation where Burjo's catchphrase runs its course, right? The yeah, it did. It went dry. Right. There's only so many catchphrases, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> how, many, like, how many catchphrases are there? And, and then you add dementia into the mix. <laughs> I guess it's it's kind of difficult to be on your game. Imagine if he got better. The older he got, the older and foggier he got, the better he got at riffing. Because he's seeing these catchphrases think, for the first time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all over again. I don't know, Will. I think our hard beats has won, but I feel like Freddie's having a go at Baby John, and I don't like it. I mean, I, I'm slowly... I would be on your side before we started, but now that you've played <laughs> clips, very shit. Like, very bad at his job. So, so I want to I say that, Will, in light of that, I want to say Burjo's doing fine. If anything, he's tried to make a comeback every year since Catchphrase oh, he just... the air. Uh, whether it be radio or, in this case, we will roll a clip where he talks about this year, in 2019, a worldwide cruise, and he lets people know what he'll be doing on that cruise. Oh, it sounds amazing. Uh, you are going to be the cruise quiz master, aren't you? Um, yeah, amongst other things. I'll probably do my Bobby Darren uh, uh, impressions as well. Uh, <laughs> impressions, <laughs> plural! <laughs> Several you, impressions of one man! Yes, if you like, you could, have you got any questions you want to throw at us as the quiz yeah. master? Okay, yeah. All right, I, I picked, uh, oh, they're playing the music. Ones. Hell yeah. How many albums did the late Slim Dusty uh, record, do you reckon? Do you reckon? He doesn't even know. <laughs> High 40s. He's, he's yeah. literally working on a crossword no on air. He's like, ready, 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 I, I want to finish this. This is this morning's one. You're busy. Well, how many was it, Berger? 103. He has made that up. That's a lie. That's the biggest lie. <laughs> that's, like, that's like when we get Will McKellar down the pub later and no. we say, Will, how many, how many, how many shielders? Yeah. How many shielders? How many shielders you, you brought back? Big donut. That's, that was 103. like. 103. Did, oh, did you hear at the start when they said what he was like? He thought they were going to say you'd be running a cruise. Like, so here you're going to be doing the quiz on the cruise. He's like, oh, fuck yeah. Damn it. <laughs> He went like, uh, amongst other things. Yeah. It's like, what other things? Jumping overboard? I'm going to be doing my uh, impression as well. He doesn't say on stage. Just if you see me on the ship, I'll probably talk to you. Well, I'll probably be doing some catering. Uh, yeah. I'll wear my hair net and uh, dish out some casserole. I'll be over the Bay Marie at the uh, buffet. Seafood section. <laughs> my my God. I mean, it, it still blows. And the weird thing is they're, they're having to like go back and forth. With a man who's both a broadcasting legend and also doesn't appear to know how to be on television. Yeah, he's got no presence. Like he's he's a guy doing a PowerPoint presentation that forgot the PowerPoint presentation he's stalling for time. I think he's still like hearing like foggily in the back of his mind, like fifteen love, Burgess to serve. <laughs> and that's the only way he achieves peace and comfort in his life. So well, we've reached a stage now where unfortunately we're gonna take a sad turn on the podcast. Oh, because dear unfortunately, God. Alfie found something this morning that rocked me to my core, having known Burgess for only maybe an hour and a half, <laughs> you know, and you've known him all through your childhood. And unfortunately, you did have to make a, a public apology uh, recently that Alfie found. Well, it was first. regarding the interview we were watching, um, which is very sad. Did so, he go on a tangent? I'm gonna, I'll read you the apology. Oh, man. Yeah, Are you excellent. ready for this? Can I make a guess? Yeah. I reckon it's Middle Eastern people. I reckon <laughs> that's my one. Okay, all right. Guess lodged. Guess has been recorded. Here we go. From November 7, on the, the official Baby John Burgess Twitter account, I owe Betty White an apology. <laughs> Having said on Today Extra that she was no longer with us. <laughs> but she most definitely is. Are you ready, Will? Are you yep. ready? You're going to love this. You have to remember I'm a game show host. Brackets. 
an out-of-work one at that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, Betty. 97 years young and still going strong. Oh, the master. And maybe maybe Louis C.K. and these guys could have taken a leaf out of Burjo's book when it comes to the public apology. Keep it lighthearted. Keep it fun. People want to realise. Did, he, did he tag her in the post? <laughs> no, he'd attempted to tag the Today Show. but They've got tagged. him blocked. <laughs> He's clogging up the DMs. Never again, John. When can I go back on? Have you got a spot this week? So we go. So no, he tried to ta- tag. No, he's asking more today. trivia questions, DMing them trivia questions. How many times is Slim Dusty win the? Uh... It's all Slim Dusty related <laughs> trivia. Oh dear me! So uh, Alfie has discovered his his Twitter feed is actually a gold mine because Burjo it's is incredible. relentlessly active on Twitter. He's, he's like always the Donald Trump of Australian talk show no, hosts. And, and the good thing great, about it is like, you know that Burjo is writing every single one of yeah, these himself. <laughs> there is no sense of like a younger relative or maybe anyone else. It's all red hot Burjo. And uh, I mean, Alfie, if he, we, we have so many great formats that Burgess tweets take, but if you could just give us a couple. So Burjo is bringing back some of the older um, formats. So he has T4 Today. Oh, um, so, T4 today. You know, if you never take advice, you'll never have anyone to blame. Yeah, pretty good. Was was that after something? Or was that, just- <laughs> that was after the Betty White thing. <laughs> so, uh, actually, I, I want to apologize to absolutely nobody. He has that Conor McGregor intensity. Like, But his best ones are the classic format that start red. So, he'll say red. And then he'll say a headline that he read today. Oh, I not bet. the colour red. No. R E A D. Past tense. And then a headline, presumably read, read from a paper paper. A paper newspaper. Yeah. I'm going to guess. Analog newspaper. Unless someone set up an iPad for him. Maybe. Maybe. I set Freddy's up the other day. Thank you. Now, so for example, I don't even know if this is a good one. Red. A pregnant woman in Cornwall, England, has a constant craving for fried chicken. So her husband the loving man that he is, drives 52 kilometres each way to get it for her three times a week. What kind of father will this bloke be? He's never home. Oh, that's... This is just his stand-up set, Daddy. <laughs> this is the notes on his phone. This is this is the stuff he never got to say on Cash <laughs> Race. They were like, no, not this week, John. He's like, blah, he's the, one day. He's the B-sides. And you're telling me there's no fried chicken in Cornwall? <laughs> England. <laughs> I, I think. Cornwall. I think he literally. I think he literally like went to Cornwall and drove down the same street, like to the end of the yeah. pier, and he's like, "They still don't have a KFC at the pier." That's the classic. You go and what's a like? You go to a gig and you go, "What's a crap suburb?" <laughs> oh, Cornwall. Yeah, I'll use that. <laughs> <laughs> when you get there, quick! I need the shit of suburb in I this town. I was just in Cornwall. <laughs> oh, um, I love this one. Red. 8,000 pre-1970 Rolls Royces are being recalled in California for failing to meet smog standards. Dot, 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 four dots. Yeah. 8,000 Rolls Royce drivers are being recalled for failure to meet smug standards. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, man. Oh, body blows. <laughs> and so the replies on these are always the best. Right. Um, save some skewers for dinner time, John. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> and they're like, and they're, they're Twitter is the best. No, no, they're bigger. No, 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 it's everyone talking. You got Jordan Roscopoulos there, yasking, <laughs> the brutal Burjo. Love it. Still, still got it, Burjo. Oh, that's right. And there's like a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, 
uh, commies that love him. They're big commie fans. So you've got. Um, you mean communists? Oh, yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, I also was. You may have told that. It's my podcast and I was silent through just other confusion. Of what you're fucking <laughs> yes, Burjo. Class war now. <laughs> He let, knows he is like the one percent. Like, let's up? see. Let's. He's on the cruise ship yeah. that he owns, runs, and does the game for. Like, why? Well, you know what? You know what? Us common let's, folk. Just the one. The one percent are getting it all. I've always yeah. said it. Tony Barber is one of the one percent, and then there's the little guys. Me, just trying to make it work. He's the Bernie Sanders of Australian <laughs> broadcasting. And who's this idiot? Um, this idiot is Save some previously a journo with ABC News in Sydney. Previously. Um, but he's writing news and creating content. Previously, journal with ABC News, but his Twitter handle still has ABC on it. Go off, Cameron McAloon. Um, but he said, let's seize the means of production, King. What the fuck? So yeah. There's a leap. That doesn't go to that immediately. I, I, the thing I like about uh, Burjo is like he mans this account. And the reason why I think he's been tweeting every day, and incidentally, on Fridays, after every tweet, he has brackets TGIF after it. So if he does a good joke on Tuesday, people are like, bloody old John, can't wait for Friday. Oh, I'll tell you, it's I'll building, tell you what, bloody, still got it, Burjo. But he must, I think, he put out a couple of tweets and they got that kind of response. And he's like, the people need me. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. He has done how many tweets total are on the account? All right. So he's been on Twitter. For 10 years. This account was created August 2009. Okay. Um, 4,000 tweets. So, what's that? 400 a year on average. So, that's more than, he, The man has been doing more than one tweet that's, every day for a decade. But how is he like a like a communist like poster I boy? He was a know. game show host. It's he, because he went to school with Marx. Oh. <laughs> I think they were contemporaries. Oh, this was the they one played that... tennis together. <laughs> oh, the... so <laughs> Him and is... Stalin went tempin bowling. At Dubbo. <laughs> this, is the one that, this is the one that hooked me into his Twitter account. This is one that got the follow from me when this popped into my feed. Red. Donald Trump's legal team are threatening to sue anyone who makes him look bad in public. I guess you'd have to start with his hairdresser, Ben. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's the best. This is, so, this is like and the, the Tonight Show gone, warm-up oh. jokes if they were written by like... Like a dead by a dead Johnny Carson. Yeah, by a dead, a reanimated Johnny Carson. <laughs> you know they're trying to like reanimate James Dean and put him yeah. in films again. <laughs> Just like with Johnny Carson, that it's like the only man who can do the Andy Circus green suit and yeah. really capture his movements <laughs> is John Burgess from Burgess Catchphrase, and we bring him back. So we've reached a stage now where usually we, at the end of the show, will we will DM our celebrity in question to reach out to them and say what you've always wanted to say to them all through right. all your love and respect for them. Unfortunately, we can't message John directly, but I was thinking maybe. On uh, 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 your behalf, we could send a tweet at the John Burgess account oh, that we know he, he looks at and every day yeah. and see if he bites. So if there was something you wanted to say to Burjo, um and really something you wanted to explore with him in the form of a, I don't know, how many characters do we have? 280? What would that thing be? And we'll, we'll hit Burjo up. Um, what would I want to tweet Burjo? Probably, I'd probably just ask him. I, I just wanted, I would actually genuinely want to know what his favorite catchphrase was on catchphrase. Yes. What? Was your favorite catchphrase? Also, should we ask on Wheel of Fortune? (laughs) (laughs) Wheel of Fortune, love it. We want to reply. Yeah, Um, he'll reply to that. He doesn't know the difference between those two shows. And also, Tony Barber can suck a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't hold a candle to you, mate. But that was that was not what I thought was going to happen at all. I thought he would have just faded into obscurity, which he has. But so he only has about five thousand followers on Twitter, oh, but okay. it's a very active and engaged fan base. So they're like, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's strange. Uh, to, 
every part of this internet rabbit hole we've gone down has just got weirder and weirder. It's I thought it was weird with timestamps on goddamn Wheel of Fortune games, and then it ends up with bloody people seizing the means of production through fucking John Burgess. <laughs> oh, and that's it. Up the proletariat. We'll oh, at yeah, the yeah. end of your tweet. So <laughs> couldn't hold a candle to you, mate. Just like up the proletariat. Can you? I can't even imagine that man. Oh, like because game shows are like capitalism defined. It's like dance for us, and then we'll give you stuff while just being a big ad for the stuff we're right. giving you. Right. He's he's at this point. Burjo is, I feel, like a, a lost lamb out in the wild. Yeah. And there are many different hunters and farmers hunting him down, and he has no idea. He's just gambling around, he's tweeting, like, yeah. tweeting an aggressive amount of times daily, <laughs> just waiting for someone to take him under his wing, under their wing. And I feel like we could be these people, Will. I think this is the beginning. Of we could definitely bring him back. When I send the following tweet, hey, Burjo, what was your favorite catchphrase on Wheel of Fortune? Also, Tony Barber could never hold a candle to you, mate. Yeah. Up the proletariat, kiss, kiss. Nice. I think there's no way that we can't get a response from the one, the only John Burjo. And that is why I am now pressing sent. On the tweet. It's there. It's I'm going to call it. I reckon before we finish recording, he will definitely fly back. <laughs> yeah, literally. The exit music is playing, and I'm about to get a retweet, a <laughs> like, and a reply right now. Will, thank you so much for coming on. Where are Thanks they now? Thanks for having me. We had a great time pursuing a man whose work, it turns out, we did not enjoy at all. No, not at all. Somehow that Burjo spirit, he still won <laughs> us over. He still charmed us. And uh, obviously we are a heavily communist podcast. I want that out here right now. The Newtown <laughs> Festival endorses that sentiment. Who are, of course, are our sponsors today. So thanks to them. Uh, thanks very much. From Wilwood Keller, it's goodbye. Adios. <laughs> from Alfie Canick, it's goodbye. Uh, seize the means of production and use them to and give from us me, it's five goodbye. stars See on you guys Eat the rich. Eat thanks the rich. Please no. subscribe. Please subscribe and like. Oh, <laughs> for goodness sake. Capitalism is the king. And this episode was released on Sunday the 10th of November at 3.36pm. Give them the lotto scores. Give them the lotto scores. <laughs> <laughs>